were you planning on going back to normal? Was that the plan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, in February of 2020, um, Mm -hmm. I had just signed a brand new lease at an office closer to my house in Houston. Uh, So I don't know if you're familiar with Houston, it's a huge city. Um, And so if you can work close to the proximity of where you live, it's great. So you don't have to sit in traffic. So I had just signed my brand new lease in February of 2020. And then the pandemic hit. Um, And so I was like, oh, I'll be back by summertime. I'll be able to see people in person again. And that just never happened. If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the Wealth Code by creating solutions and value in today's ever-changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Today, I have a special guest, and I've been kind of like mini-stalking in a very, very professional way. I've been mini-stalking this person, uh, Nicole Fennell. So she is a registered dietitian, nutritionist, who helps people with like 50% of what the heck is going on in America, like hypothyroid, uh, uh, hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, uh, brain fog, energy issues, all types of stuff. And she's been practicing integrative functional medicine, nutrition therapy. And she has a virtual clinic, you guys. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to bring her on the podcast. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you. And I want to ask you a little bit about like how you got into this. How long have you been uh, RD? Um, So I became a dietitian in 2010. So it's been about 13 years if I'm doing the mental math correctly. So yeah, I've been, I've been around the block. I've been doing it a while. Okay, cool. So, and then how long did you do it in the traditional way? And when was that transition into doing this virtual clinic that you're doing now? Right. So I started working in um, like the more conventional settings. So skilled nursing facilities, LTACs, hospitals, and things like that in 2010. And that was such a good learning experience just to be able to work along different disciplines, physical therapists, occupational therapists, doctors, the whole shebang. So I really, really appreciate that time that I spent in the conventional setting. Um, Starting in about 2012 or 2013, I started getting the itch to want to work with people on a more personal basis. And so I started seeing clients at a local country club Um, And doing more just like weight loss and like typical dietetic type of stuff or common dietetic type of stuff. Um, And that kind of side hustle eventually turned into the full-time gig in about 2016. So in 2016, my side gig started getting really, really busy. And so I just wasn't able to dedicate the time to my contract work, which was like working in the hospitals and the skilled nursing facilities. Um, So in 2016, I did have a brick and mortar practice where I saw patients in person Um, and then I did that, the in-person brick and mortar until 2020 when the pandemic hit. So when the pandemic hit, I lived in inner city Houston, I was pregnant with my third baby, um, and everybody wanted to be virtual. So it just made sense for me to just see them virtually. Um, I started practicing more integrative and functional medical nutrition therapy in 2013 when I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's. And during that time I was like, gosh, I'm a dietitian. I feel like I should know what to do. I'm like clinically trained but I have no idea what I'm supposed to do with myself. And so I just dove into the literature. I started getting as many continuing educations and certifications that I could get in functional nutrition therapy, which essentially is looking at a person as a a whole person, realizing that their mental health, that their movement, that the way that they eat, the way they sleep impacts the way that their body is feeling and functioning. And so it's really transitioning away from the nutritional mindset of like, it's just calorie counting and more so looking at like, how can we 
nourish your body, not deprive it into a smaller size, but how can we nourish the body and allow it to do what it's designed to do, which is heal itself. Um, so that's sort of like a really quick version of how I got into the integrative and functional nutrition therapy. But, um, I made the transition to virtual private practice in 2020 during the pandemic. Um, and I've been virtual ever since. So, um, yeah, so I'll pause right there because that was a lot of information at one time. <laughs> no, this is awesome. So, you know, I just told you before we started the podcast that I was just at a wisdom teeth like um, consultation for my daughter. And, you know, between my wife, my daughter, like I've been to a lot of different doctor's appointments and and now I, I really am truly understanding the like how it feels on the other side when mm-hmm. it's just a one shot, a one off person. And they're not looking at the totality of the individual. So everything you're saying, um, it's resonating heavy with me right now off of what I just experienced. I think that's the first thing. So you were, you were, you were basically pushed into creating a virtual clinic because of the pandemic. 2016 is when you started with your practice and you kind of went in uh, full-time before we get to the virtual part and kind of the, the, the transition there. Can we talk about that moment where you were like, okay, I want to do this full time versus mm-hmm. you doing the contract work. This is a big thing for so many people. It's like, all right, when do I know is the right time to go all in? Can you talk about that a little bit? Oh yeah. I feel like that is such a scary transition. Um, you know, when, for me, at least when my income from my side gig started rivaling my income with my contract work, Um, What that also meant is that I just didn't have enough time to do all of that stuff. Um, I had a one-year-old, I think he was one years old at the time. And so life was just really busy. And I was driving all over the city because I lived in Houston and it was just really a lot. Um, I think honestly, if I'm being totally transparent, I was kind of forced into going into my side gig full-time, which I'm really grateful for. So my contract with the contract company ended. And so I was in the position... Mm. I didn't have a choice. I was kind of pushed into it, but I'm grateful for it because I think if I was left to my own devices, I would have just like waited and waited and waited until it was the perfect time. And there would have never been a perfect time. Um, So it really like lit a fire under me to like, I had to make it work. I didn't have a choice. Um, So yeah, I mean, that's, that's the answer. It was kind of um, ripping the bandaid off and it worked. I feel like being able to dedicate all my time and energy to not just making this my side gig, but my full time, full passion, um, it's worked out. So my husband now works for my company and the business that I started as a side hustle in 2013 or 2012, I think it's 2012 actually, um, is now our family business. And so I think wow. having that motivation and faith and trust, um, but also the passion um, is what makes it a success because I, when you're working with clientele and they can really feel your passion and it's palpable and they know how much you care, I feel like they can tell the difference. And as you've experienced, you've been working with different providers. I feel like there's this sense that you get when somebody truly cares versus if you're just like just a number, another number. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's really how you make it in healthcare. I got to be honest with you. I wasn't expecting that answer. So that your answer was my answer. (laughs) I thought you, you, you just seem so like you got it all together. Like, Oh, this is what happened when I got to this amount. And then when my, 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 uh, my side hustle, uh, exceeded my my uh, my regular income by twenty five percent. Then I was able to go over. I, I thought that's what you're going to give me. You gave <laughs> yeah. me you gave me the answer that was really it for me as well. I felt like I was forced into it. I felt like 
I felt like I was the dude that I did have, I guess, a, a deep like, messed up parachute, but they just pushed me out of the plane, yeah. you know, and I felt like I didn't have a choice. So, you know, for me, and I just have to honor my story, right? Like my story is that, and your story kind of resonates with my story. I, you just kind of get pushed out. A contract dies out, this happens. You're not going to get the time off of work that you need to be able to do this, do that, whatever. And a lot of times it's, it's, it's not as simple as, yeah, your side hustle. Like you're just going to run out of time at some point anyway. So, you know, anyways, that's quite interesting that you said that. Okay. So now this is a family business, which I absolutely love. Hubby's in it. This is like, like you all are doing this together. Um, you're using your passion to turn this into impact and profits, which is awesome. So now we get to 2020. You've got this practice. Now we can't see people in person and it goes to virtual. So here's my question for you. Um, were you planning on going back to normal? Was that yeah. the plan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, in February of 2020, um, I had just signed a brand new lease at an office closer to my house in Houston. Uh, so I don't know if you're familiar with Houston, it's a huge city. Um, and right. so if you can work close to the proximity of where you live, it's great. So you don't have to sit in traffic. So right. I had just signed my brand new lease in February of 2020 and then the pandemic hit. Um, and so I was like, Oh, I'll be back by summertime. I'll be able to see people in person again. And that just never happened. Um, I was grateful. I was able to sublet my office just in case you're uh, worried about that, but um, yeah. my office didn't sit empty. Um, but I, what I found is, you know, in my line of work, um, which is probably different are very different from physical therapy. I don't do a lot of hands-on. So for me, transitioning to virtual was relatively seamless because most of what I do is, is counsel people. It's of course talking about food, but dissecting about why they're making certain decisions going over lab values. Um, and so being able to work virtually in a more just conversational way, um, it kind of made sense. And I was actually able to connect with more people on a deeper level. One, because I wasn't restricted geographically. I could see people all over Texas and all over the nation with dietetics. And it's probably like this with physical therapy, there are state licensure, licensure laws. And so I do have to get licensed in certain states. Um, okay. But I was able to see people outside of the general vicinity because, you know, traffic and commute times weren't a factor anymore. And then I could see them more often if I wanted to, because it's quick to jump onto a Zoom meeting as opposed to having them, you know, drive in for an hour right. appointment and then have to drive back. So yeah, it actually worked out. So I decided to give up my office and um, do the virtual thing full time. And so that's been since 2020. And I don't have any plans to go back to brick and mortar, maybe eventually if I feel called to do that. But we actually ended up moving out of the city um, completely and are just living honestly a totally different lifestyle now. And so I'm actually really grateful that the, I mean, not grateful that the pandemic hit, but um, I'm grateful to have had the chance to move to totally virtual and um, again, to reach more people, to be able to communicate with them more often. Um, and also just to start living the life that I wanted for my family. We have three kids, small children. So to just be out of the city and just have more room to roam was a really big blessing. Wow. That is so, so cool. Okay. So uh, a couple things. I don't know if you know these numbers off the top of your head, but let's just kind of see if we can compare. So prior to um, being virtual, I'm assuming that 100% of your audience was local to the Houston area. Okay. How 
far would you say geographically are your clients away from you now? What's the percentage? And what I mean by that is, let's just give it like a 20 mile radius. How many, what's the percentage of people that are within a 20 mile radius that would have come to you had you had a clinic versus the percentage that is outside of that 20 mile radius in other areas or other states? Ooh, okay. Well, if I was throwing around numbers, they would be, I would not hang your hat on these being accurate, but I would say when I was seeing people in person in Houston, 99% of the people were local. Um, Now I would say I still get quite a few people from Houston just because I was there for over 10 years and I was involved in the community and, you know, was able to network with other providers. If I had to guess, I would say 50 to 60% of my client load is still from that region. But the remainder would be either other cities in Texas, um, but also other states. So I'm licensed in states as far as um, Minnesota, Florida, California. So kind of all over the nation. So that's that's awesome. So are you busier now? Um, Yes and no. Um, I, you know, the way that I work is an exchange of time. And so I would right. say saying seeing a similar amount of clientele because there's just only so much time in the day. Right. Um, right. And so that is similar, but what's different is I now have online educational courses that people can mm-hmm. access on their own time. And so from an income perspective, things are better now that I'm virtual, but in terms of like my one-on-one clientele, I would say it's, it's been relatively consistent for the past several years, which is a good thing. Okay. Um, awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the online stuff before we finish up. So mm-hmm. you have these online courses, which is allowing you not to uh, exclusively trade your time for money. Mm-hmm. What do those look like? Yeah. So the biggest one that I have, um, I call it brain fog bootcamp. It's specific to people who have thyroid issues, whether it's Hashimoto's or not Hashimoto's. Um, and so it's a self-paced course and they go through and they learn what I uh, trademarked as my brain method, which is an acronym for the five fundamental nutritional pillars, blood sugar balance, regulating inflammation, adrenal resiliency, intestinal health and nutrient repletion. So those are the big areas that I'm working one-on-one clients are kind of the overarching goals of what we focus on. But if people want to kind of do it more so on their own, and they really don't want to invest the time and energy and finances to working one-on-one with somebody, they can learn that nutritional theory in the, um, the course that I designed. Um, sometimes people go through the course and they realize, wow, okay, I actually do need some one-on-one help in which case they can funnel into working one-on-one. Um, but otherwise they get a lot of really helpful tools are able to make nutritional changes on their own. So. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. You know, I, if you follow any of my stuff, I I love not trading time for money. I think that's fantastic. And Um, I love that you're supplementing and using your influence with people and then giving them other options. Okay. So we, we can't finish without talking about your Instagram page. Your, your choose, choose, C-H-E-W-S. I love that. <laughs> choose, choose, okay. choose food wisely. Um, our, our, well, by the way, you guys go follow her on Instagram. C-H-E-W-S wise, uh, choose food, food. You guys want to spell food wisely. Okay. And you'll see it in the description section as well. Uh, do you get clientele from social media? Yeah. Seems like it seems like your channel's like pretty awesome. So Yeah. I mean, I've had that Instagram page since Instagram started back in 2012 or whenever it started. So I've had it for a long mm-hmm. time and it's been something that's slow growing, but very organic. So I've been really grateful that even though, you know, I don't have 
600,000 followers. Yeah. They're, they're engaged. And a lot of them are past clients that I've worked with. And so that's really sure. great. But um, yeah, I would say the top um, places that I recruit clientele from would either be Google search um, or Instagram. Or Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Y'all, there's many ways to do this. There's many ways to do this. And I really think it's been cool just to hear your journey from working for someone to having your own practice to now having a virtual clinic and then saying, okay, I'm doing this virtual thing. It's giving me the flexibility to not have to be at any particular location. Um, But I also want the ability to help more people and my time is finite and it's limited. And now you're doing that. So what a cool journey. And we're able to do that in uh, 15 minutes. That's so cool. All right. So anyways, uh, where can people find you? And if, if, you know, online, and then also um, if someone is struggling with hyperthyroidism and brain fog and energy issues and whatnot, how can they get in contact? Yeah. So like you said, on Instagram, choose food wisely, C-H-E-W-S, choose food wisely. Um, and then my website is choosefoodwisely.com. Um, the majority of the people that I work with do have a diagnosis of Hashimoto's or hypothyroidism, but a large percentage of the people that I see don't have an official diagnosis yet, but they're dealing with some nagging symptoms like brain fog, fatigue, energy issues, sleep issues, just not feeling themselves. And I call that specific population, the walking wounded. They are good Mm -hmm. enough to go to work, have relationships. They look relatively healthy. So oftentimes they get kind of dismissed and overlooked um, by, you know, conventional medicine. And so where I come in is figuring out like, well, what's going on and how can we optimize you so that you feel your best? Um, I do a lot of specialty lab testing. And so, you know, I'm not a doctor, I can't diagnose, but I can at least help to get access to the right labs. Um, so that diagnosis can happen. I've had several people get official diagnosis after we've done some screening labs and they took those to their doctor and, you know, nobody wants to get a diagnosis, but it's also really helpful to have an understanding of what's going on and why it's happening. Um, so yeah, I'd say either Instagram or, um, my website. Awesome. Well, let me tell you something about you. It is very, very, very clear that you love what you do. It is very clear. Like, like, yeah, it's very clear. And, um, you know, a lot of times when you're coaching and consulting with people and you're trying to get their businesses off the ground, uh, you know, you can get people all the tips, tricks, tactics on how I did it, da, 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 da. But there is that, that passion. It's just that thing that you can just tell when somebody's like totally geeked out over what it is that they do and how they serve people. You have it. So anyways, props to you for that. Thank you for being on the podcast. Um, I appreciate it. And you guys go check her out and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Till next time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Well Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Until next time. Thank you.